All right. Everybody have a good Father's Day. See your dad? I did. No, I'm not going to ask you, Gio. Yeah, the, did, you, did your uh, kids appreciate you? Yes. Good. From the father's standpoint, uh, yes. it was okay. Much uh, much better as a father than as a son? Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Before I forget this, I realized one of the things I love about my dad, and I tweeted about this, is when I went over to hang out with my dad yesterday, he gives me the rundown on all the newest Jewish baseball players. Oh. That's his thing, is to tell me all the Jewish athletes, in case I didn't know. And also, my dad asked me yesterday if Shannon Burke is black. And you told him yes, right? Of course. I showed him this picture. <laughs> if Shannon is black? I don't know why he ever thought that Shannon Burke was black, but I wanted to say that before I forgot we get too far into the show. What? Uh, who are the new uh, new Jew baseball players? Oh, Jacques Peterson, a guy who plays for the Dodgers. I'm sorry, Jacques? That is correct. That is not a Jewish name. Well, uh, both of his parents are Jewish, and he can be an Israeli citizen if he wants to, according to what my dad was telling me. Jacques Peterson. That is correct. Is he good? Oh, yeah. He's right. awesome. Is his middle name Shlomo? Let's not get offensive. I'm sorry. It's just oh. Jacques Peterson is a very odd name. I know. It's awesome. I had a good day as a dad and as a son. I decided that I would drive to Orlando for the third time this week and have some dim sum with my dad. I will admit that at least 40% of that was wanting to see my nephew, Will, who I did not get to see earlier in the week. So we went to Orlando for dim sum, had a lovely time. My dad was overjoyed that I got to see him. Who picked up the bill? Frank did without even, like, I didn't even know. He pulled a ninja move and went up to pay before anybody else had a chance to. What exactly is dim sum again? I'm glad you asked, Joe. It's like off the cart or something? Yeah, they have carts where they wheel them around. You sit at a larger uh, table and they wheel them around and it's steamed dumplings, steamed pork buns, uh, all these noodles and stuff, chicken. They, they do some, like, extreme stuff like right. chicken feet, tripe, etc., uh, but it's one of my favorite things on the planet. I learned of it up in New York City, and they just, uh, it's a magnificent experience. You've never done it before? Oh, God, no. Why? I don't want any part of chicken feet. No, you don't have to get the chicken feet. They have shrimp dumplings, steamed pork buns. No, dude, I do chicken and broccoli when I'm visiting an establishment like that. <laughs> oh, Keep it simple. Man. See, the dim sum's not for you. You may enjoy it. It's a I, it's yeah. a magnificent experience. We my family's been doing it since I was six years old. So uh, it was a, it was a lovely Father's Day. I would have felt horrible if I didn't go. And then uh, I woke up yesterday to a homemade card for my son, which is just the best. You didn't think he was going to get you anything. He actually heard us talking about it on the air. Oh, oh man. And so he thought, man, I really better... Uh, he felt obligated. I really better make... Well, I don't know if he, obligated <laughs> is the right word. Maybe inspired was the right oh, word sorry. to use there, Gio. Uh, but uh, I'll read you the card if you'd like. Man, he went uh, homemade card. That's how I do it to my ladies on Valentine's Day. Well, it means a lot more, and that's what I told my son, is that it means so much more to get a, a homemade card than it does some... You know, if, if you just get a card that says, hey, happy Father's Day, what are you really doing there, you know? Oh, yeah, I went through the effort of spending five ninety nine on a card, but what does that mean? I got one of those cards from my dad, but I wrote a lot of my favorite memories of my dad inside the card. Yeah, if you write a good two or three sentences, like I wrote to, to my dad a couple of sentences, like, you know. Was it tough for you to do? No, it was pretty easy. Rolled right off the uh, finger. Do you tell Frank Grabo that you love him to his face, or you guys are not at that point in your relationship? Um, oh, dude. Well, we have. You didn't yesterday? You didn't say I love you, Dad? I think I did. Oh, you didn't? I think I did. I'm pretty sure I didn't. <laughs> why, is it, why is it so weird for you to do that? We just never said it growing up. I think the first time I told him that I loved him, I was about 20-something years old. I mean, I had a couple mean-spirited text messages that I debated whether to send my stepfather. Then did you send him? No, I didn't. But True I went love. back and forth throughout the day. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we we just don't, we Garabos don't say that a lot. My mom never said it to me much. My dad is so awkward. He tries to give me a handshake, and then I go, come in, and I give him the hug. Same but here. then I make sure, because I think it's hard for my dad to say it. So now I tell him that I love him when I see him. What does he say? 
All right, you too? Yeah. He goes, okay, good. See you guys next time. <laughs> no, he says it back. I, I feel like I should have said it yesterday now. Well, you and your son have that relationship. Oh, my God. I tell him about it a million times a day. So why wouldn't you try and have that with your dad? Knowing how much it means to have the relationship with your son, you should, you old know. Old school, you know. He's you're on the other side. Half Irish, half Italian. He's old school. He just uh, he doesn't, he, there's not a lot of love coming from Frank. Come on, break the cycle with Frank. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I feel the love. I just, it's awkward when you, you know, your whole life haven't uh, said I love you. No, it's not awkward. Just think if something were to happen to him, you would go, man, it would be so simple if I just told him that I loved him. Well, that's why I drove to Orlando for dim sum yesterday because I thought, man, what, and I was explaining to my son the whole way over there, I'm like, we need to do this because when my dad passes, I'm going to, I'm never, I don't want to wish, oh, I wish I had gone to uh, Orlando a couple more times. Nothing says I love you like dim sum. Oh, man. Steam pork, watching my dad house eight steam pork <laughs> buns in a row and fight my son for the last one. That is love right there in the Grabo family. Uh, so, and he does a lot for us. He, he's a wonderful human being. We just, there's not a warm expression of love in my family. It's implied. It is definitely implied. There's the implication of love. Right. The $37 you spent on gas from Orlando to Tampa is your version of saying I love you. Which totally is. Uh, okay. So, Xander, uh, I, go, I go downstairs and there's a green folded card and uh, on the front is like a wine glass and it says cheers to the best dad in the universe this is for all your success and, it, and there's a lovely wine glass right there uh, well did you already start crying at this point oh my god the, the the minute that i knew that he had a card for me that he made that made me tear up that was i was like oh my god you know he didn't have to get me anything at all and the fact that he did that was wonderful and then <laughs> And then I opened it up, and this really underscores what a unique human being my son is. I have no idea what this means, and he says he doesn't either, but I'm going to have to clean the language up a little bit. Whoa. Uh, okay, because on the front it says, this is for all your success. Then you open it up, and it says, but to get to that success, you had to F people over, and people have F'd you over as well. And he didn't write the F word. He wrote the F star asterisk thing. Oh. And then he said, if you know what I mean, and he drew this little face of some guy. Do you know what he means? No, and neither does he. <laughs> I said, what did you mean by that? He said, I don't know. I said, was there anybody specific you were speaking of? He said, no. Sounds like a rap lyric. I know. I was like, where did you get that from? He said, this is something that came to my mind. He said, oh, okay. And then he said, that success just might have been me. And to put up with someone this annoying and rude for 12 years has made my life worth living. <laughs> I'm like, son, you're not annoying or rude. Some horrible self-perception. I know. Throughout all of the depression and sadness in my life. What? You have been there for me. I was not forced to write this either. Oh. <laughs> I was not forced to write this. I made it because I care. I want to give you a gift better than any you can buy. Happiness and most of all, love. Then he signed his name, printed his name, and said, your loving son. Oh, that's sweet. Wonderful, right? I bet you cried all over that card. I did, but then we had to have a little consultation about his self-image. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I cried over the card, and then I thought, you don't really think you're the most rude and annoying person on the planet. He's like, well, you know, I, I, I beat myself up a lot. I said, well, you, you, are, you are not a source of misery or joy for me. I love you, and I think you're wonderful. You're never, a, you're never annoying to me. So I, I just... Uh, that's the best thing anybody could have given me. There's better than a tie, better than a wallet, better than a gift card anywhere was just the honest expression of love and appreciation, you know? I think that's the most important thing. I don't even try to get my parents gifts anymore for Mother's Day or for Father's Day. I just try to write nice things in the card because I think that means the most to them. I agree. I don't, I, I don't feel the need to like get a gift or anything, and, and they don't feel the need to get me one either. My, my, uh, 
I'm pretty sure my parents didn't give me a Father's Day card. No? No. My, my, my brother-in-law did. Like, my, his family did. And I didn't want to say anything about it. But I'm, but I'm 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 99% sure that my parents didn't get me a Father's Day card. Are they supposed to? Aren't they? No, I don't think so. Here, check this. I got a Father's Day card from my dogs yesterday. You're oh, welcome. Oh, my cats didn't get me anything. Those selfish little bitches. They, they sign you. it? The dogs? Yeah, they have a patent signature. Oh. <laughs> Is it a paw print? Uh, well, they do a paw print, but they also, Ribby signs the name with the backwards R, and Piper signs the name with the backwards oh, P. Oh, that's so cute. That way there's no plagiarizing at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, the cats didn't get me anything. I was uh, I was kind of uh, I was kind of upset that the cats didn't even think to uh, get the guy who cleans up their poo-poo and pee-pee. Your parents and the cat left you out. Yeah, my mom's probably going to be pissed off that I mentioned this, but, I, but, I'm, but I'm fairly certain. I don't think my mom has ever gotten me a Father's Day card, though. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe them picking up the bill for the dim sum was them saying Happy Father's Day. Probably was, and and I'm not looking for a gift or anything. I just uh, you just want a pat on the back. No, I think they normally get me a card. I think I think most times most I get a card. It seems weird that my brother-in-law would get me, uh, you know, from his family. Yeah, that's weird. Well, I mean, that's not weird that he yeah. did it. It's weird that my parents would. <laughs> you know, I love my mom and dad. Why don't we call your mom? You can jam her up about not getting you a Father's Day card, and then you can tell Frank Caraba that you love him with Ooh, all your heart. Jeez, come on. Do I have to? Yes, you do. All my heart? All your heart. All my heart belongs to my son. How about some of my heart? We'll tell him that. Your dad was in one of my dreams over the weekend. What? I don't know. It was like a 45-year-old version of Frank Carabo. That's me. I know, but you were there. In your dream? Yes. Jesus Christ, sorry. It's a little loud. Oh, my mom's going to be so mad that I said I didn't get a card. Cell phone or house phone? Home phone. No. Of course I did. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Mom? Not much. What's happening for you? Oh, nothing. Seth just thought I should give you a call. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Good. Uh, when you said, of course I did, uh, was that referring to getting me a card? Sure. Where is it? Probably at the store. <laughs> <laughs> It's in the mail. Damn it to hell. I knew it. Ryan got me a card. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I ever? I don't know. I feel like last year you did. Right, Something like about I'm how. So what, sorry. Something about, well, you just want to tell me what a great father I am then? So we can just we can just forego oh. the card? You can just tell me what it would Wait, a, wait, 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 wait. I don't need Father's Day to tell you that. That's what I'm talking about right there. Uh, I've told you that many times. Thank you. I know. I appreciate that very much. It was good to see you guys for Dim Sum yesterday. I hope it uh, was wonderful to see you. Yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed that. We all did. It was really nice. Got a nice picture of everybody. It's true. Uh, from, well, all the guys, all the dudes. From from the age of zero years old until eighteen years old, how many times would you approximate that your husband uh, said "I love you" to his son? I think I heard him once. Oh, no. once, once, and, and and there's a plus or minus of one on that one. When was that? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Grandpa Tony died. Well, when Grandpa Tony died, that was when Dad and I had our very first heart-to-heart emotional conversation where he hugged me in my room. I think he said he didn't hate me, which may have been his way of saying no. I love you. No, 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 no. That's. <laughs> He didn't say that at all. That was actually the first time that uh, that my dad ever did get emotional with me. And that, How old were you? Uh, I think I was like 14 or 15, Mom? Um, probably. Uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, because uh, Grandpa Tony died before great-grandpa Frank. Those cigarettes will kill you. Right. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know, now 
dad's a little softer around the edges than he used to be. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, he's been around me longer. That is true. That is, it. <laughs> uh, okay. is he there? <laughs> um, yeah, but he's not listening. Oh. He's listening to my end. Why, oh. you want to talk to him? Uh, yeah, let's talk to him. Seth thinks I should tell him that I love him. Okay, remember, he doesn't have a filter. I know. I, I have my hand on the dump button. Okay. Tell, him not, tell him not to call me an F-A-G-G-O-T, okay? Yeah, like you would. Well, God, when I pierce my ear, he did. Even, even when he thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm still not sure he's wrong. Okay. Pick up the phone. Uh, hold this phone. It's your son. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Hello. Hey, Dad. I was going to put the speakerphone on. Yeah. Dad? Yeah. Hey, it's Drew. Yeah, Drew. Hey, uh, just I, I don't know if I told you that I loved you yesterday, so I just wanted to make sure that uh, that I told you that I loved you here uh, here today after Father's Day. I appreciate that. I heard you on the phone, and um, the expression that comes to mind is actions speak louder than words. There you go. That's right. That My dad speaks love through his actions rather than words. He's a man of action, <laughs> Frank Garabo, not a man of words. Right. And I, I may not have said the words, but I meant them, and yes. I feel the same way, you know, whether you said it or not, you were here and you showed it. Yes. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It was great to see you guys yesterday, and uh, and thanks for picking up the check for dim sum. Anytime. Awesome. Well, you guys have a great night, and uh, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay, Drew. Thanks, Dad. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 He didn't say I love you back. No. He still did not say it. He said he appreciated that. Exactly. Wow. I, th- he, I thought he said no. at some point. Oh, no. 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 I feel the same way. I appreciate yeah. it, and I feel the same way. It's almost as if he feels like if he says those words, he's going to turn gay. <laughs> I don't think he likes you very much. <laughs> <laughs> when he first said actions speak louder than words, I thought that was a negative thing. I'm like, oh, no. You're, you're a man of words, so you can't say that you're a man of action. Do you think it's a generational thing, or is it just... I just don't think he loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Does he tell your sister that he loves her? Every time. Oh. No, he doesn't. No, no, no. What about doesn't. Xander? Uh, probably a lot more. Xander's probably heard I love you from my dad more in his 12 years of existence than I did in my 45 years of existence. So when you see your dad, you give him a handshake, a hug? Sometimes dad goes for the handshake, but I do what you do. I, I hug now. It's awkward to give a dad, give your hand, dad a handshake. It's even awkward to give him a hand. Oh, I can't say that. Whoa. Uh, but you're right. It, it, but like, he'll go for the soul handshake, like the, you know, the bro hug. Right. But I just go open arms, like journey, like big, big hug here. Come on. Hug it in. Pat him a couple times. All right, that felt good. Good. Thank you for making me do that. Now he knows, and now I know that he has a very big, <laughs> very difficult time saying I love you right back. Hello, everybody. Thank you for staying with us on the Drew Grabo Live featured cut of the day. Here's a little hidden track for you. Bye. Joining us right now on the telephone is your next president of the United States of America. Better get used to this name. President John. Is it Rafon or Rafoni, sir? Rafon. Rafon. Uh, president John, thank you very much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. You're very welcome. You are a Tampa Bay area truck driver. What makes you qualified to be the next president of these United States of America? Well, I figure I'd give it a try. Seems like nobody else wants to do the right thing. Then what is the right thing? Well, I always thought that when you're holding a political office, you 
supposed to be doing things for the people, not for your own self. Mm. Okay. Uh, what has President Obama done for his own self as opposed to the American people? Well, the only thing I've been hearing is um, about the health care. That it's, uh, you know, all I know is that you can't force somebody to have health care. And if you do force them to have it, or if they don't take it, you can't charge them for not having it. It's just not right. I see. I'm going to help you out here a little bit, John. And and should you find yourself in front of the press corps, they would pick you apart if they hear you saying "alls I know." Oh boy. Go ahead. Go ahead and drop the S from that and make it the grammatically correct "all I know." That's going to be a little bit more presidential for you. I'm not saying I'm not going to vote for you if you can't use proper English, but just a little helpful tip when you're discussing things with the media, it's very important to speak accurately and emphatically. So go ahead. Instead of "alls I know." I'm going to need you to go ahead and switch that up to all I know. You feel me? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so, okay, so other than health care, uh, what issues do you have with the current administration and what's it, what it's doing for or to the American people? Um, <laughs> Hello? You there, John? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, so did I catch you in the middle of something? You doing a Rubik's Cube? You filling out your taxes for 2016? What's going on? No, I just had a fart. Had, had a fart? Uh, yeah, I was driving a little bit. Okay, I got you. Over the road trucker, by the way. And let me say, uh, from one man to another, you truckers are the backbone of American industry. And I have a profound appreciation for what you do as far as getting goods throughout the United States of America. We are speaking with a Clearwater trucker named John Rafon, presidential hopeful for the next election. <laughs> hey, John, how do you feel about legalizing medicinal marijuana? Well, you know, it, if that's what the people want, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Good. That's good. Good. I like uh, that. As far as everything else, I think um, if you put a heavy tax on it, if they want to go out and do what they want to do, that's fine. You know, but put a heavy tax on it. All right. There you go. What's the biggest problem facing United States of America right now, presidential hopeful John Rafon? I would say, uh, besides the health care, and I would say the crisis that we have going on with the um, with ISIS. Great. What do we do to solve it? All I know is, all I know yeah! is. Wow! It's, um, we should use our current resources and try to leave the media from going over there. Sure. Keep about harm's way. Who's your favorite president that has served thus far as president of the United States of America? Presidential hopeful John Rafon? Um, I, I like Reagan. Reagan. What, what did you like about what uh, what good old Ronald Reagan did for the United States of America? <laughs> he said it like it is, and that was the way it was. Oh, all right. It was a very admirable quality in him, for sure. Uh, all right, and uh, in what year did the Civil War end? <laughs> War. Civil War. What year did it end? 
That's 1865, John. Just uh, 1861 to 1865. Very bloody period here, period in American history. Want to brush up a little bit? Yeah, yeah, you just might want to brush up on the American history. Yes, uh, Seth. A question for presidential hopeful John Rafan, Clearwater Trucker. Uh, John, where do you come out on the Confederate flag? Are you okay with states still having that? It's part of the history, mm. and if they they want to um, they want to keep it raised on a museum, that's fine. Mm. I have no problem with that. What about flying it over the the capital of South Carolina? Are you pro or con? Pro means for. It don't matter to me. Don't matter. It's, it's part of history. Part of history. Gotcha. Should the Ku Klux Klan be allowed to peacefully assemble in the United States of America? I have no comment on that. No comment on that. Very good. Uh, true or false, America would be a lot better if those darker-skinned people would stop crossing our border and taking our jobs. Oh, man. I'm not commenting on that. Not commenting on that. Very good. We're speaking with presidential hopeful Clearwater trucker John Rafon. He's doing a good job. You have to sidestep the hard-hitting issues. That's right. When people hit you with an issue that you uh, that you don't want to answer, no comment uh, goes a long way for sure. Uh, and uh, what what's your website, John? Um, I don't have a website yet. I'm using Facebook for, uh, and uh, Twitter. Facebook and Twitter. Gotcha. Okay. We, we got time. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Uh, what's, your, uh, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's just my name. John Rafon. All right. Looking at how many, uh, how many followers we're looking at here. Uh, 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 John Rafon, J-O-H-N-R-A-F-F-O-N-E. Yeah. Your last tweet was March 14th, 2012, when it said, you might be a F-book creep when the words, oh, you're a bad girl, huh, and oh, the red one again. Come out your mouth while looking at your phone. Hashtag just saying. Is that you? No. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a Twitter for John Rafon. No. No. Okay, because I'm not, not looking at that right now. Uh, and you are running as a Democrat, correct? Yes. Yet you would point to Ronald Reagan, a Republican, as the finest president in the United States of America. Yes. Who's your favorite Democratic president? Don't have one. Okay. Well, I guess that would probably be you. Uh, well, listen, uh, you've got your platform here. Is there a message that you want to send out to the listening audience and the Bay Area about yourself that maybe we didn't cover in this hard-hitting, extensive interview? Uh, all I can say is if you want to try a different, uh, it, we need to try something different than going to your typical politicians that are currently running. Well, it's, I work for a living. Well I think said. somebody that works for a living should in the office. Time to get a working man in there instead of someone who serves all those uh, special interest groups, right? Right. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you very much for your time, sir. Good luck on the campaign. Let us know if there's anything we can do to help. You've driven trucks for more than 25 years. A Miami native living in Clearwater. A man who clearly is sprinting to the Oval Office. John Rafon. Thank you, John, for your time, and uh, God bless America. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Sold me. I feel good. I mean, to be able to speak that clearly, passionately, accurately. It's about change, man. Hope and change. <laughs> Time to take the take the office back. <laughs>
There's some tweets you missed. Well, I guess my vote is locked in. Ryan Redbeard, Oval's office. I can't stop laughing at this bit. It's not a bit. No, that all, was real. All I know is this is hard to even listen to. Can this guy even read a ballot? All I know is this guy's public speaking is on fleek. That is from Mike McDonald. It's going to be a highly contested race, man. man. I tell you, Hillary is looking over her shoulder right now, as is Jeb Bush. We've got so many options. It's going to be tough to narrow it down to somebody that, new. That guy's raw. If a campaign manager can dig in with that guy, it can turn him into something. His Twitter should be alls I know. <laughs> He's a raw talent. You have to work with him. Yeah. Let's let him sit on the bench for a couple of years. Okay. Then when the president gets injured, John Raffone is there for the people. <sighs> oh, yeah. Give me it. Give me a crescendo. Sure, you earned a lot of votes today. <laughs>